Los Angeles Clippers. Find Shamit, right wing three, he's got it. Landry Shamit, automatic when he's wide open like that. Patterson, right block, kick it out, Williams, deep, three ball, he got it. Lou Williams, smooth delivery. Inside, great feed from Shamit, he finds Tread, missed the first one, got his rebound, and rocks the rim with two hands. Drives down the right alley, blocked again, it's Zubats, he's got hands everywhere. Far corner, three ball is good. Patrick Patterson, unconscious from downtown those are the la clippers and you didn't hear Kawhi leonard you didn't hear paul george because neither of them are playing tonight so they will be a very different team they're going to start lou williams tonight which is unusual but they don't they just simply wouldn't have enough starting uh, uh, scoring otherwise so patrick beverly and lou williams are their backcourt beverly is the pest the defensive player then Landry Shamit, who you heard in the highlights there, is a sharpshooter but doesn't play out the bounce much. Second-year player out of Wichita State. Patrick Patterson is the veteran. He's been almost what you'd call a fake starter, except for he had one really big game uh, as their main starter. Then coming off the bench, we'll see a lot of Jermichael Green, a lot of Mo Harkless, and a lot of Montrez Harrell at the center spot as Zubak is their center. So even though this is their starting five for Doc Rivers, and even though many years ago Doc Rivers was a guy who just played his starters the whole time, this actually is a group where they're pri- the guys you're going to hear from me most of the night are probably Michael Green, Mo Harkless, Montrez Harrell, along with Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly. Rodney Magruder acquired in the offseason from Miami to, when they freed space for the Jimmy Butler trade will be playing for the first time this year after coming off an injury, and they may play um, a rookie named Mann. So that's kind of who the Clippers are so at this point. You say fake starter. So what that means is that he wants to keep that bench rotation intact. So Patterson, who averages about 13 minutes a game, that that's his role. Now, when you play like 18 minutes less than the other guy, you're a fake starter. <laughs> yeah. That's the rule. The Jazz, on the other hand, are 3-1. and one. Their defense is number one in the NBA, but the offense has continued to struggle. And they will, let's get their starters from Dan Roberts. Starting lineup for our Utah Jazz, brought to you by Science Bank. Starting it forward, wearing number 44 at 6'8", from Croatia, Boyan Bogdanovich. Starting forward, number 23 at 6'4", from Baylor, Royce O'Neal. Starting center, number 27 at 7'1", from France, Rudy Gobert. On the guideline, number 45 at 6'1", from Louisville, Donovan Mitchell. God, number 10 at six feet from Ohio State, Mike Conley. The Jazz is coached by Quinn Snyder. Modern art, they say, is in the eye of the beholder. Wins may be as well if you're the Utah Jazz after the grind fest Monday night against the Suns. Rubio driving at Conley. Throws a bad pass behind his back turnover. Picked up by Gobert. Outlets at Ingles. He finds Donovan for the dunk and we're tied at 92. Big turnover there by Ricky Rubio. Inbound to Donovan in the backcourt. He's got Javon Carter guarding. Five seconds. Donovan driving hard to the basket. Scoops. He's fouled with .4 seconds to play. With their third win of the season in the books, an inspired play by Boyan Bogdanovich. Gobert, bounce pass, stolen by Mitchell. Outlet Bogdanovich, going to the rim, fouled and finishes! Boyan Bogdanovich in the open court. 
The Utah Jazz now get ready to play a Western Conference foe who has high hopes. Patterson, right block, kick it out. Williams, deep three ball. He got it. Blue Williams. But they'll be without their stars. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are on the sideline. So the Jazz new additions, Mike Conley, Boyan Bogdanovich, and Jeff Green look to rise high in Salt Lake. Heel pick from Conley, flares to Conley. He has some space, drives to the window, kicks to Green. One second left, three ball right side is good. And the Jazz will lead it at the end of the first quarter. The former teammates in Memphis, Mike Conley and Jeff Green connect on a late Wednesday night. It's the Jazz and the Clippers in Salt Lake City. Tip-off is now. David, what I'm going to be looking for tonight is not what's happening with the starters. It's when Mark, when Harrell comes into the ball game. I want to see if the offense picks up when he comes into the ball game, especially if Lou Williams is still on the floor. We think the strength of this basketball team is with those two players. I want to see what effectiveness they have. Well, that will be interesting to see. And the Jazz bench, quite frankly, hasn't been very good yet this season. Jazz are in their purple uniforms on the Vivint Smart Home Purple Arena. Donovan Mitchell's been brilliant so far this year. 24 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists a game. Now, look at, now check Beverly out already. Beverly just, he was trying to slap the ball out of Donovan's hand right from the, right from the start. Jump ball, and they'll jump it a second time. Now watch Patrick Beverly, what he does. I mean, he steps in front of Donovan and goes tw- right toward Rudy Gobert, thinking that the tap is coming. So now he's standing behind. Well, they can go, and Rudy wins the tap. Here's Mike Conley. He's had a tough start to his run as a member of the Utah Jazz. He comes to the front court, runs off a Gobert pick. It's supposed to be a lob to O'Neal, but they blow up the play. Top to Donovan. He works. Zubak drops into the middle of the lane. Donovan rises from nine feet away. Hits his first shot of the night. How about that? You saw that Beverly got caught behind the screen. Lou Williams doesn't start very often. He's averaged 20 each of the last two years. He's guarded by Royce O'Neal. Top to Landry Shamit. Shamit is a great shooter, but not particularly good off the bounce as just a player, but a good shooter off the bounce. Williams drives, gives it out to Beverly left side. Shot clock's about to expire. Beverly fires a three, no good. Rebound O'Neal. Jazz on the run. Donovan left side. Bogdanovich in the corner. Donovan will rise, fire, launch the three, and miss it. Beverly rebounds. Beverly is tiny at 6'1", but he is feisty in every way possible and has had quite a path to get to the NBA. Zubak, their seven-foot center outside the lane. He's not a shooter there. Beverly comes on the pick and roll, floats a right-hander up, no good. Offensive rebound, Clippers. Zubak has it. Resets Lou at the top. He'll fire a straight down the barrel three. It's good. He is just deadly. I mean, he is a professional scorer. You hear that around the league all the time. And, boy, it's... Two about as good a compliment as you can give an NBA player, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as many years as he's been in the league. Boyan fires a three-angle left. No good. Rebound comes down to the Clippers. Lou Williams, who shot 36% from three last year. Donovan switches on him. They want to get him to his right hand. He takes a dribble to his left, stops, fires an off-balance shot, and misses badly. Now, he's going to think. Uh, he, he thinks offense all the time. So he's going to take away probably from, from some of the other players out there on the floor. Mike Conley to the front court. Conley grew up in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Comes off a Gobert pick to the left hand, sees Rudy rolling, lobs yes. to the right hand, himself and hits. <laughs> Mike Conley's really been struggling with those shots. Well, I don't think the fans aren't glad to see that. It's Here's like Beverly on a Zubak pick to the window. 
scoops and scores. This is going to be a different night for Patrick Beverly. He has one of the lowest usage rates in the NBA. That means the amount of times he shoots. He is a guy that lets everybody else do that work. Tonight he'll have to do it for the Clippers. Gobert outside the circle. Hand off to O'Neal working the left side. He gets the dotted line, chests it to Bogdanovich. Driving on Patterson, puts a shoulder on him, flares it back to O'Neal, five on the clock. Driving on Williams, tries to lob it to Gobert, but it's over his head. Lou Beverly has it, Lou Williams will start. Clippers lead at 5-4, 9.30 left here in the first quarter. Zubak outside the wing, top to Shamit. Shamit played at Wichita State, grew up in Kansas City. Left side to Lou Williams, high right-hand dribble, keeps his hand on top of the ball, gives down low to Zubak, who dunks it. 7-4 Clippers. You can't let him turn the corner and get that deep into the lane. I mean, that just puts Rudy in a tough situation where he has to defend and try to get back to the roller. Donovan's got some airspace on a pick and slip, but he missed the open three right side. Donovan's one for three to start the night. That's a great look, though. Here's Lou Williams working to his right hand. Tries a pocket pass down low to Zubak. Gets deflected. Zubak goes down to get it. Out to Beverly, who's a good three-point shooter, but this one is short. Beverly last year shot 40% from three. 7-4 Clippers. Donovan, high pick and roll with Gobert. Lobs it high to Rudy, dunks it over Zubak. 7-6. Lou Williams, right side. Comes to his left hand, fires the stop and pop jumper and makes it. He comes off that pick with his left hand and he takes the jumper. He is deadly. Well, you're looking at the 41st, fifth pick in the draft and here he is in his 15th year. Came out of high school. Lobbed to Rudy from Conley. Too tough to handle, but that's because he's fouled. Lou Williams grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. Came straight out of high school. Now you think about that, you have to be pretty old to still come straight out of high school. They've had that rule in place for quite some time. Yeah, born in 1986. 33 years of age. Rudy will go to the line. The other night, Rudy 8 of 8 in the final five minutes of the game from the free throw line. Clutch. Free throws for Rudy Gobert, and boy, has that been a career progression, Ron. And sometimes, I think, you know, statistically speaking, clutch stats can be a little misleading because it's a small sample size. In the case of some of them, though, I do think on free throws and some of those things, it begins to show how comfortable you are. Because if you're not comfortable, those are the moments where we're going to know. Especially because Rudy gets fouled quite a bit. He's at 75% right now, strictly because of the, the outing that he had against the, the Phoenix Suns. He wants to be a 70% free throw shooter. He's off to a good start now. Makes them both, 9-8. Here's Lou Williams, guarded by Conley, or excuse me, Beverly, drives the baseline, Nash dribbles out to Patterson, kicks to Zubak. He'll take an occasional mid-range jumper like this one and he'll hit it from 17 feet out on the right wing. Nice job there by Patterson, who dribble drives, steps in front of Rudy so he cannot get out and defend. Conley thinks about a three. Now working off a Gobert pick with, goes to his right hand. Bogdanovich slices, they don't oh. find it. Conley swings the pass to the guy in the second row. That's because Rudy was in his path and he tried to throw it over the top of Rudy to make sure it got there. Turnover on the Jazz. Beverly driving, right hand floater short, Bogdanovich rebound. Clippers lead at 11-8, 7.24 left in the quarter. Left side, Donovan. Donovan spins to the baseline, tough look from behind the glass, it sits on the cup and slips out. Rebound Williams. Jazz aren't doing any offensive rebounding this year. They've been brilliant on the defensive glass. Zubak outruns the Jazz down the floor for a slam dunk. Timeout Quinn Snyder. 13-8. Clippers with an early jolt. Without the services of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, 
and the Clippers lead it early here on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash, Quinn Snyder. He loves to play, and what you've seen is a guy that's, you know, quietly and sometimes more overtly just really competitive, and not just someone that's going to make shots, but a guy that's capable of scoring and really wants to make the right play. I think for a lot of our guys trying to kind of acclimate with one another, you know, they're finding their comfort level, and it's come for Boyan, you know, over a period of time, and the same thing will be true for Mike. Down Flash brought to you by New Skin. New Skin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Ron, a moment ago I was talking about Rudy Gobert's free throw shooting in the clutch. Yeah. Listen to this progression in his career. In his 14-15 year, he went to the free throw line, went 9 of 20 on clutch free throws, 45%. The next year he went 15 of 29, 52%. The next year he went 22 of 35, 63%. The next year he went 15 of 21, 71%. Last year, the final five minutes of a close game, he was 24 of 28 for 86%. And this year he hasn't missed one. That's all a part of that drive that he has to be a much better free throw shooter. 13 to 8. I'll reset those numbers for you just in a second so you can hear it again. And he's Rudy's fouled here by Patterson as he tries to roll to the basket. So Rudy went from 45% to 52% to 63% to 71% to 86% free throw shooting in the clutch. And he won the game for the Jazz the other night by going 8 for 8. That's O'Neal now being guarded by Lou Williams, who's not a great defender. Bogdanovich at the top. Guarded by Zubak. Lines him up, tries with the right hand, beats him, lays it up and in. He's a little more crafty than he looks. Just set him up nicely. And that first step got right past him. Lou Williams on the outside. Top to Zubak. Here comes Beverly for a dribble handoff. Terminates his dribble, guarded by Conley. Zubak resets the offense with five on the clock. Back to Beverly, checks the clock with four. He now drives, takes a step back, long two. It's an air ball. O'Neal has it. Clippers lead it 13 to 10. Mike Conley, right side, Ingles. Bogdanovich, right corner. Steps into the three. Got it. Did you hear the round of applause for Bogdanovich when they yes. announced him tonight? He's really showing some appreciation for him in his first four games of the season. Tied at 13. Beverly. Hands off to Sham. A catch and shoot from the right side. No good. Great rebound by O'Neal. The Jazz have been brilliant on the defensive glass. Bogdanovich on the run. Gets caught in trouble. Wants to throw a pass to Ingles. They cut it off. He's in the air. He flips it to the rim. It's short. And then fast break the other way and a whistle and a foul on Mike Conley stopping the fast break. Bogdanovich wanted to give it up. He actually had a lane to the basket and wasn't able to make the pass or make the shot after kind of getting caught in between. And nothing's changed with the Clippers. I mean, they're playing through Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly right now. Beverly gives it to Williams. Rolling to the basket. Montrez Harrell slam dunk. Jazz struggling a little bit on their top of the key pick and roll defense. One Harrell had 203 dunks last year. That was fourth in the NBA. Well, what's messed that up there, Dave, was they let Lou Williams come back to his left. Okay, great note. can make them go back to the right. And that Mike Conley slips to the ground. The ball rolls to Gobert. He picks it up. Ingles, backside to Conley. Ball fakes. Harrell's guarding him. And we have a foul, and it's on Patterson off the ball, defending Rudy Gobert. 
team foul number three on the Clippers. First substitution, Jermichael Green in for Patrick Patterson. Ron, there is an NBA game tonight where teams have scored 300 points. I know, David, you and I talked about this last year or about points per game is going to go up. Conley driving, flares it out to the wing to Ingles. Left corner, Conley. Three on the shot clock. Comes off a nice Gobert pick into a mid-range jumper. Hit it. Mike Conley's two for two tonight, and it's a 15-all game. Rodney Magruder in for the first time this year for the Clippers. Nice job there with Royce O'Neal. He jumped. Known more for his defense and his offense, so had some spurts in Miami. Flares it back up top to Harkless, who's in the game. Or Jermichael Green down low to Montrez Harrell, who hooks it over Gobert and in, 17-15. Boyan, left-hand drive, goes to the window, he's fouled. Boy, he is a superb offensive player. Jeff Green's going to make his first appearance. Green playing considerably fewer minutes here in Utah than he did in his previous stops. And the Jazz trying to maybe stretch him out a little bit tonight to see if they can get some more productivity. Bogdanovich makes the first free throw. I think he gets better as the season goes on. Jeff Green. Yeah. Ron, I'm waiting for you to start talking about Bogdanovich in first quarter scoring again. <laughs> well, he's, already up, he's already up to seven. So and What was he against Phoenix? At Phoenix, he was, I think he had 11 against Phoenix. Yeah, he had 11 against Phoenix. 17 all. He's just, he's just. Harrell out top. He went to Louisville. Down to the corner to Lou Williams. Drives with his right hand into the body of Conley. Draws the foul. And Mike Conley's got two fouls now. So Bogdanovich will check out. Green and Moutier will check in for Conley and Bogdanovich. Lou, as we mentioned in the coaches show with Quinn Snyder, was a rookie when Quinn Snyder was a rookie in the NBA. He's an assistant coach on Doug Collins' team. Williams beginning to show some signs of aging at 33 years old, not quite going to the rim as much, not finishing as much, but still draws fouls on 19% of his shots. Makes both free throws here. It's 19-17. And a very good free throw shooter. One of the, probably the only one. Doesn't put the ball on the floor. He gets it from the official and lets it fly. Does not bounce it. Moutier brings it up court, gets a handoff from Ingles, dives in the basket, hands to go bear, slam dunk. Clippers, after free throws, will play a press. We saw this against Phoenix as well. Lou Williams drives to the right hand. Pass gets deflected by the net, but it's picked up by Harrell. And an offensive foul on Montrez Harrell. Rudy had his hand on his back, and Harrell swiped it off. That's not allowed. And that's two on Harrell, and that is a foul they can't really afford. You're looking at a six-foot-eight center. And they get away with it. He plays a lot of energy. Will they get away with it in the playoffs? Ingles driving. Shoves off, and that'll be an offensive foul. 
They are calling that. I think it's great because it got out of hand last year. It really got out of hand with guys like James Harden, um, LeBron James, guys that's very, very strong. 3.23 left in the quarter. Timeout. We're tied at 19 on the Jazz Radio Network. Twenty-three left in the quarter. As the Clippers and the Jazz battling. Time now for your injury report presented by University of Utah Health. Taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. Dante Exum not available for the Jazz, but he has been reassigned to the Salt Lake Stars. Practice today with the Stars. He will likely do that for the rest of the week. And... That, to me, I don't know anything, but that leads me to believe, Ron, he's getting a little bit closer. Uh, Dante, he's been working very, very hard. I thought he was ready a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. But uh, now, as we know with him, getting his lung, getting his wind together, uh, because he's a mouth breather, and just see how he turns out. I mean, the Jazz need him, I think, and we've got to see what he's all about right now. Lou Williams, Landry Shamit on the floor with Mo Harkless, Jamichael Green, and Rodney Magruder for the Clippers. You're playing without Paul George and without Kawhi Leonard as part of that injury report. Here's Mo Harkless or Jamichael Green to the basket for two. Yeah, Joe Ingles li- li- ended up on the floor. 21-19 Clippers. Emmanuel Moutier, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Jeff Green, Davis. Emmanuel Moutier drives the lane, kicks it out. Joe Ingles for three short. Jazz are getting three-point looks tonight, which the Clippers have been allowing all season. Jazz have not hit them. They're one of five. Lou Williams works for the left hand, driving on Jeff Green, hands it on to Magruder. Magruder comes to the dot line, throws up a wild right hand, and it falls into Lapa Davis. Out to Moutier. Moutier gives to Ingles. He finds Donovan. Dipsy do reverse layup. It's good. Oh, Donovan. 21. Classic fast break, David. Very few dribbles, just pushing the ball ahead of the defense. Except for that finish was something yeah. else. Right hand floater, no good by Williams. Donovan Mitchell grabs the rebound, falling out of bounds, saves it off of Mo Harkless. Patrick Beverly checks back in. Lou Williams out. So who scores for the Clippers gets interesting here. Beverly and Shaman in their backcourt with Magruder, Harkless, and Green. They they really are playing like five wings. Jermichael Green is their center here, but he's not a big one either. In fact, I mean, if you look at the Lakers, if you look at the Clippers. Kawhi takes 20 shots a game. Lou Williams takes 15. Harold takes 11. Moody going coast to coast scores it. Shamit takes eight. He's their leading shot taker on the floor. Well, DeMichael Green 6'9", but he doesn't play big at all. Played with Mike Conley in Memphis. Here's Shamit, left-hand drive. Throws it back up top. It's stolen by Ingles. Ingles has the steal. He has Moutier to the right. He finds Donovan trailing. Donovan flies high to the rim and lays it up and in. 25-21. Joe Ingles read the pass. Got into the passing lane. Comes up with the steal. Magruder, one of those Miami projects where they undrafted and they found him. 
Left side, Harkless. Had a terrible year shooting last year. Puts it on the deck, drives it green, gives it back out to Magruder. Stripped away by Moutier. Picked up by Davis. Donovan goes behind the back, drives, steps to the window, double clutches right to left and doesn't make it, but he's fouled. Crowd loves it. Jazz 3-1, Clippers 3-1. No Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George, but the Clippers could be so good that anytime you get a win against the Clippers... You better get it now. It matters. Yeah, and just think about this, David. With, with what's, what's penciled in was they were definitely going to be probably the number one defensive team because of the two wings, and that, that would be Paul George and, and Kawhi. And then you got the little bulldog there at Patrick Beverly. They haven't been at full strength, and they've been winning, but they're 25th in the league defensively just here in the early going. Too yes. small sample size, but... I really need think they if they had a shot blocker or a guy that was a threat anyway. Both free throws are good. Jazz on an 8-0 run. Donovan has six of them. 27-21 Utah. To Michael Green. Hands off to Beverly. Who scores for the Clippers right now? Magruder on a curl. Runs into Davis. Kicks out to Harkless. Harkless drives. Bounces it off Ingles' leg. It's going to be a kicking violation accidentally by Joe. And there's a second time that he's read what the next obvious pass should be. So he's covers the wing, I mean the baseline, and takes care of the uh, the baseline three-point shot. They have corner three. Clippers don't have anybody on the floor who averages 10 points a game right now. Shamit last year averaged 9.1. He's their leading scorer on the floor. Beverly averaged eight. Jerome Robinson averaged a lot in the G League. Jerome Robinson drives and scores. He might be the one who's got a score for him. He was Boston College's leading scorer for years, second-year player. Hasn't really been in the rotation yet for the Clippers. Here's Moutier working right to left on a pick and roll. Underhand scoop to Jeff Green. He'll take the open corner three and hit. 30-23. to Jazz on an 11-2 run. Beverly in his eighth year in the NBA. Hands it to Green. Right side, Robinson. Robinson drives on Moutier, comes around the baseline, passes it inside to Magruder. Magruder terminates in the paint. Back to Harkless. They restart with eight on the shot clock, 30 seconds of the quarter. Jerome Robinson trying to go one-on-one on Moutier, dribbles it off his leg, turnover. Green picks it up, outlet to Moutier. Moutier will go to the corner with the shot clock winding down, and the Jazz will play for the last shot with a two-second differential. Donovan at the top, guarded by Magruder. good defensive player. Donovan goes through the legs, tries left hand, beats him, hands it off to Ed Davis, kicks out to Moutier. He tries to read the seams, instead goes to Ingles, 4-3, pow! 33-23. Green with a steal as the quarter comes to an end. Wait a sec, the clock stopped with one second left, we're not sure why. And they're waving the quarter off. 14-2 run for the Jazz to close the quarter. They lead the Clippers 33-23 on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. There's a wild right hand that falls into Lapa Davis. Out to Moutier. Moutier gives to Ingles. He finds Donovan. Dipsy do reverse lamp. It's good. Oh, Donovan. Donovan at the top. Guarded by Magruder. Good defensive player. 
Donovan goes through the legs, tries left hand, beats him, hands it off to Ed Davis, kicks out to Moutier. He tries to read the seams, instead goes to Ingles, 4-3, pow! 33-23. That is your America First Credit Union game summary from the first quarter tonight. As the Jazz close on a 14-2 run to take a 33-23 lead. Jazz shoot it well. They shot it 10 of 12 of 18. Effective field goal percentage when you add the three-point shots to 75%. They actually defended the Clippers well, Ron, because they forced four turnovers. And once again, the Jazz have an opponent under a point per possession as they have all season long. Our second quarters are commercial free, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why we developed Promise Price. Promise Price is fast and easy. Transparent process. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location. Start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. Well, we have a special guest in our brand new studios. Well, they're not really studios. Broadcast position. Uh, Mike Mike Mon, did I get it right? I'm, it's been enough years we've done this together. I actually didn't even need all my cheat sheets as usual. A lucky ass. Five for the fight and Qualtrics back with us for another season. We'll be talking about them as we go through this quarter. It's Jermichael, er, Jermichael Green powers to the basket. It's foul to get two free throws. That's nice of Jermichael because it lets us uh, get an update. So what is Qualtrics and the Jazz at their big event? The, stick, the uh, patch is back and Five for the Fight continues. What's the latest going on with that? Yeah, look, we're thrilled. We, we announced just last week that Five for the Fight's going to remain on the patch for the next four years. And so it's an amazing commitment to be part of this incredible organization and this incredible team. Tell us uh, some of the successes of Five for the Fight. The numbers were really stunning. Yeah, so since the two years ago when we launched it, we've raised $24 million for cancer research and to support groundbreaking uh, advances in, in beating this disease. Both free throws from Green are good. It's now 33-25. We'll find out more on that in just a second. As Donovan works to the left side. Jazz have Moutier, Mitchell, Ingles, Green, and Davis on the floor. Trying to get this group out on the floor without substitutions for a longer run tonight. Donovan drives as Ingles and Magruder both go to the ground. They blow a whistle to stop the action, and the foul is going to be on Magruder. Joe Ingles thought that the play the other night of Javon Carter was pretty dirty. Didn't seem to like that one much either. Joe and Rodney Magruder still chatting a little bit. When doesn't Ingles chat? Moutier, first quarter tonight. Had driving the basket. He had two points, three assists. He'll work a mid-range floater back here, step back and hit it. So four points for Emmanuel Moutier, Jazz by 10. Bench is step into a three, literally, and hit is <laughs> That was about three, three steps, and then he took a three. 35-28, Harkless shot 26% on threes last year. Here's Moutier driving, beats Jerome Robinson to the basket, not a pass off. It's interesting. Moutier, they're talking to Moutier about passing more and using his teammates more, but Ron, his instinct is just to beat the guy who's guarding him and drive by him one-on-one, -on -one, not to run an offense. And so he's now driving to pass instead of driving to shoot, which is progress, but the next step is actually to run the systems. Here comes Ingles on a dribble handoff from Davis. Left-hand dribble, terminates, flares it out to Jeff Green. Green puts it on the deck, crossover, high left-hand scoop, no good. Beverly to the front court with it, 
Leaves it behind for Robinson. Again, the same question for the Clippers. Who scores on the floor for them right now? And Jerome Robinson, the big-time scorer in the ACC, ACC Player of the Year two years ago, rises and misses. Rebound Moutier, Ella to Donovan. Donovan driving at Beverly, and gives it off to Moutier. Moutier penetrates, throws a hook past it. Green, left corner three, good! Jeff Green from the corners. He's got one for the right, one for the left. It's 38-28 Jazz. Difficult pass to make there, David, because he had to go across court. Steal by the Jazz. Davis outlets to Moutier. He underhand scoops to Green. He dunks. Jeff Green, for 33 years old, can still get up and fly when he needs to. We're going to stay here. Commercial free second quarters here on the Jazz Radio Network. Brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Jazz by 12. So go back and give me that number again because I want to address that. Give me the number that's been raised with five for the fight. So we've raised $24 million, which is a staggering number. When we announced the partnership, we said the goal is to raise $50 million over five years. And to have gotten almost halfway there in just the first two seasons is pretty remarkable. So that was what I was going to ask you. Uh, you know, you might be used to staggering numbers at Qualtrics these days. So, like, when you started this, what number did you think about? Like, what was the, I mean, when you said 50, did you really believe it? Absolutely. It, I mean, I admit that part of why we picked 50 is because it's five for the fight. Five million seemed too low. 50 was the next number that started with five. Uh, but when we first announced the partnership... Can you do my negotiations for me? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. When we announced it, Gail Miller, as we were as we were saying, she said, and I hope 50 million is a low number. Uh, and, and look, we all have that goal because we want to eradicate cancer, and this is the way that we're going to do it. So we're thrilled to see the entire community get behind it. So when you came up with that number, did you base it on attendance here and subtract what? I mean, how did that number come about? Look, we, we wanted to, by sponsoring the patch, we wanted to make this a global cause. So we okay. knew that the Jazz and Jazz Nation would be a big piece of it, but it's been amazing to watch Five for the Fight grow globally. So in the month of May, for example, we call it Five for the Fight Month, and we had people in over 22 countries. Awesome. Including uh, Ricky Rubio, a Jazz alum. He got, you know, 25 people to run a 5K for Five for the Fight in Spain. Uh, and so it's spreading really like wildfire. And so, And this is the only organization that does, uh, everyone else, has a sponsor on their patch. Absolutely. Their and it, this is different. Right. And, and we look at Qualtrics, we've always tried to do things a little bit differently. And when we met with the Jazz, it's a wonderful organization to partner with. They, they wanted to do something different with us. They were willing to push something that wasn't normal. Uh, and, and we were able to do something really special by, by donating the patch to Five for the Fight. So, do you think we should get in trouble today? I mean, you and I like to get in a little bit of trouble. Should we get in trouble today? Did I? Yeah, you and I like to get in a little trouble. Yeah, we usually do. Moo over here wouldn't get too mad at me for this. She might kill me for this, actually. She could kill me. She's, you know, she'll take her gold medal and whack me over the head a few yeah. times. But that's a nice jacket he's wearing, isn't it? Like, how oh, cool absolutely. is that? A that jazz jacket so with a five for the cool. fight logo yeah. on it? That would be how so cool. How does somebody cool. get a jacket? Winter. And, and a shirt, like, as how well. does one get things like this? So the item of the game tonight is actually a co-branded Five for the Fight Jazz t-shirt. But if you go to fightforthefight.org, we, we're now selling co-branded merchandise, Jazz oh, and Five for the cool. Fight. And 100% of proceeds go toward cancer 100%. research. 
of all the proceeds from selling these items. So fightforthefight.org, there's a store there. You can buy all this co-branded merchandise. It's also for sale at the team store here at the arena. And the item of the night. Well, if, if you're listening to us, they're probably not getting the item They're of the not, night. but they Unless can go online. Unless there are five people who still have their transistor radio <laughs> in the arena. And if you're one of them, please come visit because I'd like to give you a hug. He did say transistor radio. Though. I did say transistor <laughs> Mike, thanks very much. You're welcome to stick around. Well, we're hey, not going to break, but you probably got other people to talk to way more thanks important. Thanks so much for having thanks me. Thanks very much. We yeah. appreciate it. Thanks so much to Qualtrics and Five for the fight for all they've done. All right, 40 to 28 here. Harkless, excuse yes, Harkless comes around a curl, misses the shot, rebound Ed Davis. Clippers really lacking anyone who can score on the floor now with this lineup. Moutier drives the baseline, stops, pulls back for a jump shot, no good. Rebound comes to Jerome Robinson. Robinson, bounce pass in the lane, dropped by Green. Rolls meekly over to Joe Ingles. He'll bring it up the front court with the Jazz leading at 40 to 28. Jazz going over the top of screens out there. I thought they wanted to go under. Ingles driving, ladles, scores. Kind of worked it calmly on the left side, just meandered his way down the lane and then scooped it up in it. Joe Ingles got away with that all last season. 7-0 run. Patrick Beverly going one-on-one, -on -one, gets inside the paint, scores. Beverly's got four points. He's taken six shots. That might be like his career-high field goal attempts. You know, Seriously. he's their point guard. He only averaged about close to four assists a game last year. I think he's their defensive player, and their right. other, you know, Tobias Harrison, Danilo Gallinari were their point guards. Here's Donovan. Goes behind the back in the lane. Fading back from eight feet out. It went six. Nicked the front of the iron. 42-30, Jazz in the second quarter. 8.51 left here. Beverly goes down the corner, waits for a screen, gets it, Jazz go under. Beverly drives the lane, holds his pivot foot, kicks it back to Robinson, resets Beverly at the top. Green, underhand scoop to Beverly. Beverly back to Jermichael Green, two-man gain to Beverly. No one's going anywhere. A lot of action, nothing happening. Now Beverly drives with four on the shot clock, fades over, Ed Davis misses, tipped up and in by Jermichael Green. 42-32, Jazz defensive rebounding this year has been great. Here's Moutier. Rolls off a pick to his left, gets in the paint, shoots again, misses, rebound Ed Davis, gives it back to Moutier, underhand scoop layup, good. Moutier! 44-32. Robinson. Played for Locke. The Aqua, the D G League team. Ed Davis kicks the pass. That'll reset the clock at 14. Jazz sub into the ball game. Mike Conley, Boyan Bogdanovich, Royce O'Neal, and Rudy Gobert. Substitution pattern change there by the Jazz. The bench has not been playing well, so the Jazz coaching staff made an adjustment. Leave Donovan out with the four bench players and let him play an extended run right there. So right there you just saw eight straight minutes of Emmanuel Moody, eight straight minutes of Jeff Green, seven straight minutes of Ed Davis to try to see if they could get them into a better rhythm with a little less substituting. And it may have worked. The opponent's not very good tonight without their main players, so it's hard to tell. Just shows what coaches have to go through. They have to find combinations, uh, and they, they have to find out guys that play, I mean, just play well together. Um, and, you know, this carries on. Well, one of the premises they started the year was that Mike Conley was playing three stints, not two stints. Right, he was going to finish the, so he's on the floor to finish the first quarter. They've moved off that tonight, and again, maybe to hope Mike Conley get longer runs and more rhythm. Manuel Moutier, by the way, in eight minutes had six points and five assists. I think Jeff Green might be bleeding. 
He is. And this blood timeout is brought to you by ARUP Blood Services. ARUP services need 100 donors a day to help Utah patients in need of life-saving blood. Don't give like Jeff Green just did. Give it... No, that's not what it says. Don't let another day go by without helping someone that needs you right now. Check out utahblood.org for where to donate. That's the first of the year, isn't it? It is. All right, 30-point bell. Who rang it? Arm between his legs 87 times. Now pulls back, steps left, fires, hits! James Harden once again. James Harden. Are we ringing the bell multiple times for Harden tonight, or should I tell the story? James Harden tonight, Ron. Okay. How many points do you think he scored? 40. Ron, how many points do you think he scored? 45. Ron, how many points do you think he scored? 30. 59. Oh, my goodness. Here's a drive by Bogdanovich. Bounce pass to Royce O'Neal. Underhand scoop. Rudy goes there. Let's the defender go by and dunks. The Houston Rockets beat the Washington Wizards tonight. 159 to 158 in regulation. Boy, that sounds like... Third highest non-overtime scoring game of all time. That wasn't overtime. Non-overtime. Shamit driving. Underhand scoop is good, but only by the most fortunate of cases. Russell Westbrook had a triple-double, you'd suspect. Conley wraps it around to Bogdanovich. Quick release, three left side, no good. Rebound comes to Green. Bogdanovich knocks the outlet pass away. Bradley Beal had 46 for Washington. Rory Hoshimara had 23 points. He might be good, by the way. Rookie out of Gonzaga. A legend in Japan. I was there this summer. That's all they wanted to know about. Patrick Beverly, right hand, or Lou Williams, right hand floater up and in. All right, Clippers have a scorer back on the floor with Lou Williams. They really were without one there for a while. 46-36. Mike Conley rises up for a three off the bounce. Too hard off the handle. Long rebound, 50-50 ball. Clippers have it. 6.35 left. Jazz are back defensively. Here comes Lou Williams to his left hand. Swings to the corner to Green. Green's a 40% three-point shooter last year, but has to be really open. Back to Lou Williams. Ball fakes Jeff Green. Passes inside to Green. Gobert knocks it out of bounds. Another interesting score for you tonight, Ron, just to update you on that. Phoenix, 30. Golden State, 10. Phoenix In, in Golden State. Just wondering if Phoenix is going to be just a little bit better than what we think. I think they're going to be last year's Sacramento. Yeah. Three ball for Jamichael Green, no good. Rebound tapped out to Lou Williams. Back up top to Shamit. Very good three-point shooter, but he front rims it. Gobert taps it to Conley. Conley turns the corner, comes up the front court. He's at the free throw line. He wiggles to the lane, switches from left to right, pushes it up on the rim, no good. Loose ball, rebound, Clippers. Mike Conley, two for four tonight. Jazz by 10, Lou Williams driving, loses the ball, falls to the ground, tied up for a jump ball with Royce O'Neal. He turned the corner so sharply that he ends up colliding with his own man to send him to the floor. And he's so good at not letting that defender get between him and his screener. Jazz have played nine players tonight. Everybody's played between eight and 12 minutes. Donovan's played the most. Jeff Green checks out, Ron. So Jeff Green played 10 consecutive minutes, eight points, two steals. 
Mike Conley leaks out off the jump ball, drops the pass, but he'll give it to Bogdanovich for the dunk instead. Boyan's got nine. There's an example of always looking ahead. Quinn Snyder made an interesting comment about Bogdanovich. He just loves to play. Shamit, kick out. Three ball for Patrick Patterson is good for the angle, right? It's 48-39, Jazz. Bogdanovich, nine points. Red Don One shoes he's wearing. Gives it to Gobert, gets it back, does Bogdanovich. They go under. He'll set his feet, shoot the three at front rims. Jazz are 4 of 11 from 3 tonight, but they've taken 11 of 33 shots as threes, which is good. Going to his left is Lou Williams firing and missing. Loose ball rebound foul on... Oh. Fouls on Gobert. I'm interested to... I thought I saw Zubak push Gobert under the basket on the shot. That's what I thought the call was going to be. Rudy's telling the official he thought that's what it should be as well. Josh Teven, Brent Barnicky, and Derek Richardson have been assigned to us tonight. We had no choice. Clippers on a 9-2 run. Jazz lead by 9. Here's Harkless. The Shamit, right side to Patterson. Patterson played four years at Kentucky, which is a miracle in and of itself. Left side, Lou Williams. Driving into the body of Royce O'Neal, draws the foul. Zions Bank starters tonight. Bogdanovich has nine. Gobert have nine. Mitchell has nine. Four for Mike Conley, and Royce O'Neal has yet to score. See what happens when you let Lou Williams go to his left. I mean, he is jumper. He draws fouls. He's getting to the... He wants free throws, but the official... Official very quickly called that on the floor. Yeah, he did. Joe Ingles checks in. All right, guess what lineup we've got. Let's mark it down. This is the lineup we're also curious to see. So it's Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Boyan Bogdanovich, and Rudy Gobert. Can, so far, they've played limited minutes, but nobody stopped him. Lou Williams driving. Rudy Gobert goes up to block Lou Williams. They call a foul on Gobert. Said Rudy caught him on the wrist. Rudy wants to have another look. You know, sometimes, David, and I think this is the case. He hits ball and then hits the follow-through, ends up catching the hand of the four. Gobert's second foul. Free throw's no good by Lou. You know why? The ball don't lie. Lou Williams, second free throw. Donovan comes off a Gobert pick. Gets to the free throw line. Shoves his backside into Beverly. And it's a foul on Donovan. Floor spacing is what the Jazz should be able to have right now. And the question is, can this lineup defend well enough? It's only played 10 possessions all year. Beverly, left side, comes off a Montrez Harold pick. That's their primary play. Lob down low to Harold, knocked away by Conley, stolen by Bogdanovich. Here comes Mike. 
Left side, Bogdanovich crosses over into the lane, to the window, missed the easy layup. He got confused by the defender feigning at him, but the defender went back to Gobert. Boyan didn't realize how easy that was. 48-40. High pick and roll to Williams, fading to his left and shooting and missing. Donovan, or Ingles rebounds. Donovan on his left, Conley on his right. Conley leaves it behind for Joe. They're into a half-court set now. Gobert will come set a pick, but Harrell will foul him first, and that's his third. So far, this lineup has been on the floor, Ron, for 10 possessions before tonight. They are averaging 1.4 points per possession. It's pretty good. Had they played for an entire game, they'd outscore their opponents by 50 points. It's only been 10 possessions. They have not scored yet in this group. They're 0 for 3. 48-40. Conley has a wide open look. Angle right three, short. Bogdanovich tips the rebound off the glass, can't control. This will bring the numbers down, but those are good looks. Bogdanovich missing a layup, and Conley an open three. Lou Williams right side, crossover, gets back to his left, easy layup. Zubak had Gobert screened out. He couldn't come to help. It's a six-point game now all of a sudden. The Jazz led this by as many as 12, and the Clippers have their starting five back on the floor. You see how important Lou Williams is to this team. I mean, that thing just picks up. No Paul George, no Kawhi Leonard for the Clippers today. Mike Conley left side. Top to Gobert, here comes Ingles. They go under the pick, Joe sets himself, fires, misses. Jazz are getting unbelievably good looks right now. They're four of 13 from three. Joe Ingles called for a foul, lured into it by Patrick Beverly. You're gonna get free throws there as Joe trying to beat. Should be looted by Lou Williams. Trying to beat Lou Williams over the top of the screen. Take Zubak is moving on the screen there as well. Forces Joe Ingles into Williams. So this will put Williams to the line. Lou Williams is checked back in the game and changed everything. First free throw is good. His sixth points, it's coming back in. Coming into tonight's game, he was averaging eight free throws a game. Second one good. Jazz are seven of 18, one of six from three in the quarter. It's a 14 to two run. And Williams now has 14 points. Rudy Gobert, hand off to Conley. Comes free, gets in the lane, kicks it back to Bogdanovich. Right hand drive on Patterson. And an offensive foul on Pat on Bogdanovich for shoving off. Wow, that's that's the toughest one of those. Uh, you put your left arm, if you're driving right-handed, you put your left arm onto someone and you raise it up now, it is a foul. Especially if, if the player reacts. Time out on the floor. It's 48-44. It's a 14-2 run in our commercial-free second quarter. Before the game, David James of our flagship station, 1280 The Zone, 97.5, and Channel 2 asked Doc Rivers if he were to characterize a Jerry Sloan team, what would he say? Toughness, discipline, fundamentally sound, win. That's what I would say about any team that Jerry Sloan coached. You knew they were going to be tough. You knew they were going to be physical. You knew they were going to be disciplined. You knew they were going to be fundamental. And most likely they were going to win. Boy, couldn't have put it better. That's exactly the way that I think most of us see it over the years. The other topic pregame tonight was load management with Kawhi Leonard sitting out. 
Here's what Quinn Snyder's talked about in regards to the Jazz and load management. For us, it's similar to player development. It just becomes really personalized. We devote a lot of resources to it and a lot of thought to it, whether it's motion sensory stuff to track how much guys are moving, you know, how we structure practice. You know, There was a practice this year where we decided to cancel a practice on a two-a-day, so I was still satisfied we got one in. But all those things, I think there's a balance. So my question here is is this, and and I'm one of those guys that disagree with the load management type thing. I think a lot of that can be done as far as practice is concerned, uh, shoot-arounds, and the fact that um, early in the year like this, I totally disagree with it. I mean, why would a player be tired enough unless they have a system going to the point where, okay, you're going to play 10 games 15 games, and then we're going to give you a game off, unless that's something that they agreed to. But early in the year, I totally just disagree with the load management. Actually, I mean, Clippers evidently just are not playing Kawhi Leonard in back-to-backs. At least that must be it, because they play tomorrow night against the Spurs. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not sure why they did it, but Quinn agrees with you completely in regards to they canceled the two-a-day this year because they thought the players were tired. Like, you know, you take a shorter shooter out, and the Quinn's comment they made this morning about it was that you know there's been a lot of research and you know Quinn's read every like peer peer research piece on it none of it's conclusive in one way and so personalize it to different for different players in different times the other question that I just don't think is answered on this whole look like what's is 32 minutes different than 36 is 32 is 28 different than 32 is if I play him seven minutes is that good or bad like there's just so much unknown about this concept, I think, is unclear. And, and and there is not a lot of science behind it yet either. So it's somewhat of, you know, you understand the concept. It's a mystery, huh? Right, but it also might just have your players saying, like, you know, my legs are dead. And, you know. And how hard you're playing in certain games, you know. And the Jazz do a lot of that, yeah. managing load and all the rest. 48-44, Utah by four, 252 left. Jazz have not scored since the 540 mark. So the Jazz put on their best five-man lineup they were so excited for, and they haven't scored. Beverly driving, hit, throws it back to Mike Conley. That's a turnover. Three on two break. Gobert running the middle of the floor. Cross-court pass instead to Bogdanovich. He catches it out of bounds. So, Ron, the Jazz put on this lineup that I personally am so excited for. They haven't scored. The last time the Jazz scored was at the 540 mark on a Bogdanovich dunk. But the difference is here. You said it, they're getting the looks. They are getting great looks. So, so it's not necessarily that they're not putting them themselves. Shamit, short with a shot in the lane. Offense rebound. Zubak back up and in. He had Donovan Mitchell underneath him. And it is a 16-2 run. Utah still leads. 48-44. 48-46. Ingles. Top to Conley. Conley comes back up. Here comes Gobert. Spread floor. Let's see what Conley can do. He crosses over the left. The defenders come to him. He goes all the way to the window and lays it up and in. That's what that lineup is supposed to be able to do. That with Ingles, Bogdanovich, and Mitchell, you just can't leave anyone with Rudy rolling to the basket. Yeah, especially with, with the corner three coming into play there as well. Both Bogdanovich and Ingles, 50% corner three shooters. Zubak hands to Lou. Goes to his right hand where the Jazz would prefer him. He gets all the way to the window and scores it. And it's a two-point game, 50-48. to 48. Lou Williams is plus 10 tonight. Here's Ingles. High pick and roll with Gobert. 
Drives all the way to the basket, ladles it up too high, rebound Zubak. He was trying to throw that to Rudy, I think, off the glass. Lou Williams, ball fakes, kicks to the corner to Beverly. Drives, low usage player, he's gonna give it up, gives it back to Zubak. And then Zubak carries it. They are tight on some of these calls tonight. 50 to 48, Jazz by two, they've lost their offensive rhythm. They have four points in the last four minutes. Conley, top to Gobert. Here comes Donovan on a curl, gets it from Gobert, hesitates, spins out of it into a long two, got it. 52-48. Beverly, they haven't run a lot of Harold Beverly pick and roll because Harold's been out of the game in foul trouble. Shamit fires the three and Donovan gets underneath him. And that's three free throws for Landry Shamit. Big feature article on Landry Shamit today. That is mom raised him, single mom raising him and Times young kid, Landry is heading home at six, seven, eight years old by himself. He said, my, ha- my goal is to not burn down the house. <laughs> it led him to some great you know maturity. and That meant that he had to feed himself. And First free throw is good. Boyan Bogdanovich has been fabulous so far for the Jazz this year. Here's what he said. He wants the fans to think of him. I want them to, to think that, that I bring something new to the team and that I, that I help to go deep to the playoffs. We'd like that. Second free throw from Shamit, good. Third free throw from Shamit's good. We got a one-point game. Without Kawhi Leonard, without Paul George. Jazz biggest lead, what, 14? Indeed. Led by 10 after the first quarter. Here's Donovan, splits the double team, drives the lane, lost the basketball, turnover. And the Jazz death lineup, their five-man lineup we thought was unguardable, just cannot score tonight. Here's Beverly, driving, right-hand runner is short, Donovan rebounds, great defense by Donovan. Shot clock and game clock, separated by three seconds. Beverly all over Donovan. They get a pick, Lou Williams switches on him. Beverly is still hovering, so somebody's unguarded somewhere. Donovan drives, and Lou Williams just grabs him. Donovan knowing they had a foul to give. Thought he could get a shot off and didn't. 10.9 seconds left. Lou Williams comes out, Magruder comes in. So now they got two defensive players. Now we'll see if the Jazz. Mo Harkless will check in. So they've now got, they take out their two bad defensive players and Shamit and Williams. That will be the one thing that's interesting for Doc Rivers this year is Shamit and Williams are not good defensive players, and then they have brilliant defensive players everywhere else. Bogdanovich comes to Donovan, gets the switch. Cross-court pass to Conley. He kicks it back to Bogdanovich. Three seconds, drives to the window, blocked by Zubak. Point six seconds left. Boyan ends up on the floor, hard. Inbound, Donovan pushes it up, can't get it off. Where it gets it short. Well, the Jazz went to what we thought was going to be their best offensive lineup of the year at the 448 mark, leading 48-39, and it did not work tonight. 
Outscored 12 to four with those guys on the floor. Jazz lead it by one at the half, 52-51 on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz leader by just one, 52-51. Ron, I love my metrics. I love my numbers. I got good news to tell you. Let's hear it. The Jazz have forced the Clippers into 20 of their 39 shots to be mid-range shots tonight. Allowed just 10 shots at the rim and nine shots from three. You do that, you win. It's too hard to overcome that math. They, right now, they're overcoming it because they're nine of 10 at the rim, but that's not well, going to last. I really would like to see them dominate this third period. Jazz come out with Conley, Mitchell, O'Neal, Bogdanovich, and Gobert. Clippers come out without Paul George and without Kawhi Leonard tonight. Beverly drives, sees Gobert, right-hand floater, no good, gets his own rebound. Flips it back out to Shamit. Left corner to Beverly, I'll set the Clippers, but Lou Williams is their primary scorer, and he has the ball. The Jazz want him on his right hand. He comes off the pick to that right hand, pulls up for the jumper and hits. At what point do you double-team Lou Williams? He has 18 points. And the Clippers take the lead. 53-52. That is, they had a lead early by five in the first, but first time they've led since first. Rudy on the roll to the basket. Gets his shot blocked. That play, the Jazz keep trying to run for Rudy to open quarters, and it has not worked yet. Right side, Shaman to Lou Williams. Left side to Beverly off a Zubak pick. Donovan gets him through the pick and stays with him. Top to Lou Williams. They want him on his right hand. O'Neal tries to deny him to his left. He goes to his left. Gives it to Zubak, gets it right back, penetrates, kicks to Beverly. Beverly ball fakes Conley, drives with a floater, and scores it. And it's 55-52. Well, and the Lou Clippers w- close the game, the quarter on a 17-6 run, and now they're still going. Donovan in the lane, he throws up a mid-range floater, and it's good. Now you got to figure that Lou Williams gets sending to his right hand all the time. So he works very, very hard at getting back to that left. He doesn't score 20 a night by only going one direction. Yes, we Here comes Shamit. Pull-up jumper at the elbow, no good. Another mid-range shot. Long outlet by Bogdanovich to Conley. Stops outside the three-point line. Fires and hits. Mike Conley has nine points tonight. Jazz are five of 14 from three now. 12 for Mitchell, nine for Conley, nine for Bogdanovich, eight for Gobert. 18 for Lou Williams. Patterson. Clippers were not good when Lou was off the floor. They were great when he was on the floor. Lou Williams is plus 15 tonight. Right side, Shamit. Comes off a Zubak pick. Off the bounce straightaway three. Off line, rebound, Gobert. Jazz have regained the lead, 57-55. Donovan's being guarded by Williams, who's not a good defensive player. Donovan rises and fires and rattles at home. 18 feet out on the angle left. Just a simple pick and roll there with Rudy Gobert. I mean, that couldn't ask for a better shot. Donovan's got 14 on 6 of 11 shooting. He's been super efficient to start the year. Beverly driving, another floater. Scores it. Patrick Beverly has taken 11 shots tonight. Wonder what Patrick Beverly's career high shot attempts in the game are. Conley driving, right hand floater and in. 19 shots in the 19, in the sixth, in the 2016-17 season, he took 19 shots. Well, his Thank career you to Tyson Ewing. Is 26 points. Lou Williams gives to Zubak at the elbow. No three seconds, despite the fact he packed his away luggage there the whole time. Straightaway jumper comes to Beverly. He misses. Rebound to the Jazz. Jazz leading it by four. 
Donovan rolling a little bit in the quarter. Out to Conley, who's got five points in the quarter as well. Scott Patterson on mismatch. They bring a pick and roll. I'm not sure why. He'll step into a three. Got it. Mike Conley is all fired up. He's got 14 on six of nine shooting. 12-2 run by the Jazz. And don't think the fans aren't glad to And you'll see Mike Conley's reaction to that all over the internet. Here's Lou Williams sneaking back to his left on the pick and roll, missing a fadeaway, mid-range jumpers. Here comes Conley left side. Conley guarded by Beverly, trying to climb him down. Conley to the rim, right hand. Ryder got it! Oh, Mountain Mike has arrived! Timeout! The entire team meets Mike Conley at half court. And the fans There's not a guy feet. left on the bench. Every single guy's out to meet Conley at half court as he comes to the bench. Crowds on their feet. Five games in waiting, and Mike Conley's arrived. Welcome to Utah, kid. 66-57, Jazz by nine on the Jazz Radio Network. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Here comes Shamit. Pull-up jumper at the elbow. No good. Another mid-range shot. Long outlet by Bogdanovich to Conley. Stops outside the three-point line. Fires and hits. Mike Conley has nine points tonight. Jazz are five of 14 from three now. Out to Conley, who's got five points in the quarter as well. Scott Patterson on mismatch. They bring a pick and roll. I'm not sure why. He'll step into a three. Got it. Mike Conley is all fired up. Mike Conley leading the way for the Jazz, 66-57. Conley's got seven straight, nine in the quarter. And the Jazz are back up by nine. Here's Lou Williams, who's leading the Clippers tonight. We got a traveling call on Shamit. 18 for Williams to lead the Clippers. 16 for Conley to lead the Jazz. 14 for Donovan Mitchell. The reactions by Mike Conley to that was two weeks of frustration or, or bubbling out, or how many ever, it's five games and eight nights. So eight nights of frustration just came out of the even-keeled Mike Conley. Because you know that every shot he took. Conley he coming was... to get it again. Sorry, Ron. All right side, Conley off a left-hand dribble. Gets in the lane, right-hand floater. Sits on the back of the cup, no good. Every shot that he took, he was thinking about that one for 16-9. Uh, four of 27, I think it was to start. Lou Williams going to his left, fires the three, no good. Bogdanovich rebounds, looks ahead. Finds Conley on the right side. Conley double stagger, comes off the left-hand pick. He's fouled by Magruder. Mike Conley started the night tonight. Nine of 45 for the season. And now he is rolling, seven of 11. Ron, you were talking today that you actually thought back on your career. You've had a similar experience to Mike Conley. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, the, the, the problem you have when you go to a new team is that you, you used to be in the first option. You go to a new team, and now you're the second or third option, and you're not touching the ball or or getting involved as often as, as you normally would when you were the first option, and it's an adjustment. Conley drives his foul to go to the line to shoot two. So, Ron... You are, if we look back on your career, not your ABA career, your NBA career, you're in Kansas City. You're scoring 22 points a game, 26 for the Utah Stars, then 21, 22. You're, I mean, you're Kansas City's guy, and in 78, 79, you get traded to the Lakers 
And it, honestly, if I'm looking at the numbers, you just weren't as smooth. What 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 goes through? What happens? Well, I, there? I go there and, and and you play off Kareem. And why not play off Kareem? He's the best center ever played the game. And and uh, and and you're not that first option. You you I wasn't even that second option on that team. You know, I'm winding down, getting late in my career, like Conley is here, and it, it just. And yet you come, back to basketball. you come back to Utah, you score 14 points a game. Yeah, and, and had, some, had some, per, some very good basketball games there as well. Lou Williams gets to his left hand, drives the lane, puts his shoulder into Donovan Mitchell, draws the foul, and he'll go to the line. Mike, Lou Williams draws fouls on 19% of his shots. Like I said, averaging eight free throws a game coming off the bench. He's getting 30 minutes a game. Those are starter minutes for a lot of teams. Well, he is. But he's coming off the bench getting 30 minutes a game, eight free throws a ball game. When he wins Sixth Man of the Year award this year, he will be the most first person to ever win it four times. One at three, Jamal Crawford has as well. Jazz 68-59. What a great situation for him, though. High pick and roll. Excuse me. Low curl for Bogdanovich. Comes around, picks with the right hand, and scores it. Bogdanovich has got 11. Conley's 18. Mitchell's got 14. Lou Williams tries, passes into traffic. Gobert knocks it away. Bogdanovich picks it up. He's very good with the ball in his hands. Bogdanovich just hit the Ingles. They leave him open. Joe will rip the cords. Three ball, Joe Ingles. 73-59. We asked Johnny Bryan at halftime what was wrong with the offense, and he said, we're just missing shots we should make, and they are making them now. The Jazz are 7-16 from three. Well, as he said, they, he thought they should be scoring off the defense there as well. Here comes Magruder right side, driving the lane, passing the corner to Shamit. Shamit flips it back out to the wing to Magruder. Magruder flares into the corner to Patterson. Same exact route by everyone, but none of them want to shoot, and it's a shot clock violation. Ron, the other thing is I know I can be incessant with my numbers, but the shot distribution tonight, the Clippers have shot over 50% of their shots as mid-range shots right now. And you just, you can't live in the league doing that. The Clippers have only taken 23% of their shots at the rim tonight because of Rudy Gobert. Well, 73-59, here's Conley. Gets to the right side, lobs to Rudy, slam dunk! And when Mike Conley is rolling, the door opens for Rudy Gobert. Yeah, makes a big difference when you're a threat now to score, and he's having a pretty good night. 23 to four run, 75-59. Lou Williams at the top, gets to the lane. He'll float another mid-range jumper over the top of Conley. That's an offensive foul. Rudy Gobert is just sitting in the middle of the lane, and people cannot get to the basket tonight. Well, not only that, but when you drive, you're looking for him. That kind of changes your, the way you're, the pace anyway, that you're trying to get to the, to the basket. When you're driving, you start looking for him, and you kind of lose your rhythm sometimes. Jazz defense has been brilliant this year. They've only allowed 29% of shots at the rim. Conley, left side Ingles, rotates. Bogdanovich is wide open. Bogdanovich for three. Boyan! Jazz by 19, 78-59. Ron Boone, what'd you say you wanted in this third quarter? I just wanted to dominate the quarter. I think they're doing it. Lou Williams gets back to his left and hits the jumper angle left. Another mid-range shot, 78-61. Jazz are forcing opponents to take nearly 40% of all shots from mid-range. They're doing it tonight. Conley for three. And now Conley's dancing. Timeout. The Jazz are ripping the cords from all across the floor. And Mike Conley's leading the way. 
Utah by 20, 81-61 on the Jazz Radio Network. Qualtrics five for the fight night tonight. And right now, everyone has their fla- the lights on their camera out. They have different colors on the back of that they've put on the lights. The arena looks pretty incredible right now. The Jazz and Qualtrics have really done a wonderful job putting this together. And everyone texting five for the fight. Donate their $5. Really a great scene here in the arena. And the Miller organization once again, I think exceeding expectations. You can text 5055 type jazz and confirm your $5 donation for five for the fight. That's 5055 type jazz. Please do so now, $5 to help the cause. Jazz leading at 81-61. 24 million, David. That's great. Awesome. Crowd chanting Conley. Listen to the crowd. They're chanting Conley. Mike has got it rolling here in the third. Lou Williams in the lane, fading back and scoring because that's what Lou Williams does. Crowd chanting Mike Conley. He's got 21 points. What an f- incredible, knowledgeable crowd. I mean, obviously, his, here's Conley again. Three. Got it. Wow. <laughs> this has now got ridiculous. i tell you what, David, that was not by accident. That was a play that was drawn up in a timeout there by Quinn Snyder to get Conley. Let Conley ride right now. He's six of seven in the quarter, 18 points here in the third. Might be one of Conley's largest scoring quarters of all time. He's not a huge scorer, and he's fouled here by Magruder. We have to go through a little bit of history here on Mike Conley. None of us have had it, but 18 points here in the third quarter for Mike Conley. Magruder picks up his third foul in his first game back. Jazz have blown this game open. Mike Conley's career-high points in the quarter is 19. Well, he just might break that here in this quarter. Jazz lead at 84-66. No Kawhi Leonard. No Paul George tonight. Here's Conley at the top. To the right side to Ingles. Gobert comes set a pick with a left-hand drive. Comes Ingles to the window. Ladles it up and in. And this is against the team that cut him. That is. And gave him the opportunity to come play for the Utah Jazz, and it's been history for him since Robinson then. driving, tries to scoop it down to Harrell, who lays it up and in. Harrell played very little in the first half because of foul trouble. 86-67. Conley's 18 points is the second most he's ever scored in a quarter. Conley on a curl, into the lane, little off balance, puts it up to the window, no. Rebound Robinson, outlet to Patrick Beverly. Lou Williams is on the bench for a moment. Pass down low by Robinson, right to Jeff Green. Mike Conley had 19 last year in March, actually. 
against Dame Lillard in Portland. He went six of seven. Mike Conley tonight has six of eight in the field and will check out with his second highest scoring quarter he's had in his career. His career high is 40. Jeff Green and Moutier on the floor. Moutier drives on the younger Robinson, gives it off to Ed Davis out of his range. Back to Jeff Green, who just calmly works into a mid-range two and misses. Jeff Green is one of eight on mid-range shots this year. Lob down low to Harrell, who's underneath the rim for an easy layup. Six foot eight, but he plays big. Big body, wide, right? Yeah, yes. Covers a lot of ground. Very aggressive. 86-69, Jazz by 17. Moutier spins to the baseline, finds a cutting Jeff Green, gets it knocked away by Harrell out of bounds. The game is so different with Emmanuel Moutier on the floor, and maybe the Jazz will embrace it. But it's an interesting game. Moutier just beats his man, goes to the basket, and then it's not the Jazz passing system at all. Donovan takes the inbound in the corner, bounces to Davis. Davis from eight feet out, throws up a running hook. But if they're going to embrace that, then they're going to have to be moving when he's driving to the basket. Create some lanes, create some angles for him to get him the basketball. That way he won't be so offensive-minded. He'll be looking for, for cutters. For I mean, he's, doing, he's starting the blender but he by getting into the lane, but he, he hits stop on the blender before it really gets churning, right? They don't, it gets it to full speed. That's a great way of putting it, yeah. 88-69, here's Donovan driving the lane, kicking out to the corner. Moutier's a good corner three shooter, he misses this though. 88-69. You, you heard. Right block, Harrell. Rolling in the middle of the lane with a hook, no good. Moutier steals the rebound from Davis. Comes to the front court, Jazz bite. 88-69, Moutier double stagger, working right to left, flares it back to Jeff Green. Green gives to Ingles. Ingles now has to work one-on-one -on -one as Davis comes to set the pick. Ingles works into his right hand, he obviously prefers his left. Finds Moutier back cutting for a layup, beautiful. Caught Patrick Beverly ball watching and Moutier goes back door. It's an easy two, Moutier now with eight points off the bench. 90 to 69, Jazz by 21. Congratulations to the Washington Nationals. The new world series. They came back champion. and won it, huh? Three ball from Beverly, no good. Rebound. So the Nationals and the Mystics are the champions. Uh -huh. And the Washington Capitals won it recently. And an offensive foul on Ed Davis, setting pick. How's their football team? Football team's not very good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's probably not going to happen for them. As a matter of fact, their football team is terrible. I think they won one game. <laughs> they have one win. Interestingly enough, the Wizards and the Rockets played tonight. Funny how that works. Lob into the right, left block, Montrez Harrell with a jazz up 21-29. 
21 with 23 seconds left in the quarter. And foul on Joe Ingles. Gives the official two thumbs up. Beverly trying to go the post to Harrell. He's about 14 feet out left side. A little further out than he's comfortable. He's going to drive on Davis, just try to overpower him. Ed Davis blocks the shot. Moutier picks it up on the run. Moutier one on two break. To the window, missed the layup. Four seconds left in the quarter. Harkless from a right elbow. Fader hits it with .4 seconds left. And the quarter will come to an end 90-71. to Jazz by 19. It was Mike Conley's 18-point explosion in the third. And the Jazz have blown this one open as we head to the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. for 38 third quarter points behind 18 by Mike Conley and the Jazz have taken complete control of this one tonight 90 to 71 and Ron you they were tied it's kind of similar actually to that Lakers Grizzlies game last night they were tied at the end of the quarter and you started and said I really want to see them dominate this third what was it you wanted to see and I'm assuming you saw well, um, I well Conley first of all got hot and and they start making those open shots. They start making some three-point shots, and, and I think that's, if you have mentioned many, many times, that's going to be the success of this team. And this team is built with shooters, three-point shooters, and they start to knock them down. Now, transition game was good, uh, defense was good, but they kept the Clippers shooting twos. They were 0 for 4 from the three-point line, and, and even right now, David, they've only taken 13 threes for the ball game, which means they're protecting the three-point line, but which they should do. Well, the interesting one to me, Ron, is you brought it up to me. I'm sharing your comment here. The Clippers shot 50% in the quarter, but had no free throws and no three-point shots. That, you can't win that way. Nope. Yeah. That's how you can shoot 50% and be well below league average in your efficiency. Because your true shooting percentage, which counts free throws and threes, you want to be at about 57, I think, his league average. So you, you, you're, you said this for our intern here? I mean, for I mean you know this, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're, <laughs> you're well-versed in true shooting percentage, I know. 90 to 71, Utah. Interesting scores around the league tonight. We'll touch on them throughout the quarter. Ooh, Philadelphia, what was that? That fight. The big fight. We'll hear more yeah. about that in NBA now. Seven footers at that. Phoenix leads Golden State 83-56. We are either going to walk into a hornet's nest in Sacramento or a team that's quit already. I'm not sure which. Lou Williams drives. Moody knocks it away from behind. Davis can't pick it up. Williams does, but he throws it out to Donovan, who's fouled immediately. Ron, how about this score? Six minutes left in the fourth. Charlotte 106, Sacramento 91. If Sacramento is getting blown out at home by Charlotte, woo, doggy. And that would make them 0-5. They've lost four straight ball games. I mean, you can't fire a coach five years in, games in, well, unless you're back. I mean, who knows what's going to happen there. Donovan, high pick and roll with Ed Davis. Gets to the free throw on high arcing jumper. is good. 
Donovan Mitchell, who's been remarkably efficient this year, shooting 51% from the field, is doing it again tonight. Here comes Harkless driving, lost the basketball, traveled, they didn't call it, hands it off to Montrez Harrell, who scores. Harold was a non-factor in the first half because of foul trouble. Emmanuel Moutier, good box score from Manuel tonight. Here's Donovan off another Davis pick to another free throw line jumper to another basket. Donovan Mitchell is 8 of 13 tonight with 18 points. It's a pretty good shooting percentage. Snaking back to his left is Lou Williams who air balls. Williams has 24, Jazz by 21. Donovan, double stagger on the right side of the floor. Stops out top, chested to Ingles. Left side, Jeff Green's got some airspace, fires the three, missed it. Green's two for four tonight from three. Jazz are 10 of 22. Utah leads it 94-73 as Landry Shamit acquired in the Tobias Harris trade, gives it to Montrez Harrell, acquired in the Chris Paul trade. Flares it out left seeing to Lou Williams. Lou was with the Lakers the year before, he was with the Clippers. Harkless for three left side, no good. Rebound to Donovan. Donovan prancing, Donovan accelerates, Donovan hangs, Donovan scoops, Donovan misses, and Davis finishes. Donovan hit the scoreboard hard and has not gotten up yet. Is he all right? Just needed someone to come help him up, David. I think he's all right. Timeout, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers talking to the Jazz players. 96-73, Jazz by 23. We'll take the timeout. As the Jazz blowing out the Paul George, Kawhi Leonardless Clippers on the Jazz Radio Network. What up? What, what, what's happening in the association? It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Embiid and Towns, they are throwing fists. Towns has Embiid in the headlock, and they go right back at each other. They are piled up underneath the basket. It is a hog pile over by the Philly bench. Tempers have flared here with 6.42 left to go in the third quarter. Now there's another melee going on. Bodies were tossed around. This was no joke. This was not your normal pushing and shoving. This was the real deal. Towns is at the bottom of it. He gets lifted out of there. His coaches and the security for the team. And Towns is red hot. He is being led back towards the Timberwolves bench. Alan Horton on a fabulous call. I got to say, as a radio announcer, that is an unexpected. And Alan did a beautiful job with that. What a, a turn of events between Philadelphia and Minnesota. And Jazz are three games away from playing Philadelphia. And I'm not certain Joel Embiid will be here. Ron, what are your thoughts of that fight between Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns? Well, I'm surprised. you got two seven-footers going at each other and, and uh, just wondering how many players came off the bench, David, if any. Oh, that's a good point as well. That's a single-game suspension. Jazz lead it here 96-73, up by 23. The story of the night is an 18-point explosion by Mike Conley in the third quarter. Well, I fell in love with Donovan Mitchell when he pushed Joe Embiid. Yes, you did. <laughs> to the floor. And the Lakers have, their Clippers have cleared their bench here. There's some, letting some new guys play. As Terrence Mann, not that Terrence Mann from Field of Dreams, but as a basketball player. Wasn't that his name in Field of Dreams? Moutier driving, tripped, and he goes around the baseline foul. Come on, somebody's got to be with me on this. James Earl Jones' character in Field of Dreams was named Terrence Mann. You didn't watch Field of Dreams? Yeah. I don't remember that, though. Oh. 
How many times you need do you, some help from someone how else? How many times do you watch Field of Dreams? Oh, you watch it every time it's on. TV. I mean, like <laughs> that's Field of Dreams. <laughs> Only once. Dream for the world, John Keeper Arts. <laughs> a stats guy that only watched it once. My life was changed Field dreams, by Field of Dreams. Hey. Field of Dreams changed my life. If you build it, they will come. Field of Dreams, my cousin Vinny. Step back, Donovan Mitchell from the top of the key, no good. Donovan taking a lot of long twos tonight, but he's been making them. 18 points for Donovan, he's on eight of 15 shooting. Donovan's taking 13 of his 15 shots as twos tonight. Only two threes, he has not hit one. 24 for Conley, 18 for Donovan. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. <laughs> I 90, remember that line. 96-76. Jazz by 20 after Jermichael Green nails a three. Here's Moutier driving the lane, head down into the defense. Turns it over. Ron. I guess the point I was making, Phil the Dreams, my cousin Vinny, and There's a bunch of them there all in the league of their own. Those are ones oh. that you watch over oh, and over oh, and over. Uh, dodgeball is on like all the yeah. time. Yeah. My uh, stepbrothers, like I mean, we live in hotels late at night where you're <laughs> yeah. flipping through channels. Like these are the these are the the standbys you've seen, you know, usually back of the eyelids by the pretty quickly into those movies. Yeah, at this and point. then they end up watching you, right? Yeah, right. You sleep. <laughs> Here's Mann spinning on Conley. Gives it off to Patterson for a five-foot push shot. No good. Loose ball rebound. Mann has it back. Back to Patterson for an elbow jumper. No good off the handle. Rebound green outlet to Ingles. Conley's back in the game with Joe Ingles, Royce O'Neal, Jeff Green, and Rudy Gobert. And the Jazz leading by 20. Bounce pass to Gobert. Fouled on the way through. So now we're on the Joe Ingles watch. He has two threes here tonight. He was 16 shy of Gordon Hayward. So he's 14 shy of passing Gordon for... For threes, huh? He's got two tonight. For, yeah, for second all-time. All right, timeout on the floor. We'll continue to discuss various Terrence Manns on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz led by 10 at the end of one. Clippers outplayed the Jazz in the second quarter. Made it 52-51. And then the Jazz outscored the Clippers 90-71 tonight. All right, fans. Time down for the money ball. Through three quarters and lead at 96-76. Doc Rivers chatting up Rudy Gobert. Doc Rivers is a little bit of the mayor of this league. Here comes Tony Parks' throw to Ron Boone. And he's short again. <laughs> I mean, the, short. Th the throw. He's short again. <laughs> Lot really, really short tonight. Yeah. Three or four rows short. <laughs> All right, Gobert at the line. Free throw's good. By him being short, getting me a ball, he's denying a little kid down here. I had one picked out. Well, I think he, the little kid got it. Oh, he does have one, yeah, does so he? Yeah, okay. so really, it was just karma taking care of itself. Yeah, all right. Jazz are up by 21 as Gobert makes the first free throw, misses the second. 
the first free throw Rudy's missed in a long time. Yeah. Three He'd for made four. 15 in a row. Nice job, John Kiefer, reading my mind. Top to Jamichael Green, who needs a lot of airspace to shoot him, but when he gets the airspace, he's good at it. 41%. He makes his second straight. Three for him tonight. Palindrome alert, 97-79. It's never good to be on the wrong side of the palindrome for the Clippers. So are we looking at him as a three-point shooter? He shot 40% last year. He needs year. a lot of airspace to get it off. Mike Conley, left corner. Takes a dribble to his right. Now takes for three and misses. Mike Conley is more open than he realizes, and he's going to see it on film and take those shots without the dribble. Well, at six foot one. I just think he's used to not being open, Ron. He, yeah. He actually worked himself into a less open shot with that dribble than he was in the corner originally. Gobert, cross-court pass to Bogdanovich. Drives on the defense, who jumps in front of him and takes the charge. Terrence Mann, who was, in fact, the name of the James Earl Jones actor in Field of Dreams, also a legendary Broadway person. Don't doubt me. Go the distance with me, Ron. Go the distance. <laughs> How many Field of Dreams references can we get in? And Jermichael Green with a little less airspace hits the next one to tell me I don't need that much. That's, eight, that's four threes for him tonight. Like I said, he, he shot 40% last night. He has a career average of 37. So you can't leave him alone. Mike Conley was running mates with Jermichael Green for a long time in Memphis. And Gobert rolling to the lane is fouled. Jazz are shooting 53% from the field, 44% from three, 90% the line. That free throw a moment ago is the only miss in nine out of 10. The biggest difference tonight is where the shots are coming from. Jazz got a little mid-range happy there in the second half as Donovan Mitchell checks in. Well, they really but got the into a rhythm with, in that first half, in the first quarter anyway. And then they got into a rhythm in that third quarter with Conley catching fire. Jazz have forced the Clippers to take over 50% of their shots as mid-range shots. Left side Bogdanovich Walking. jumps into a dribble and that's a travel. Yeah. Jazz still lead it by 15 with 6.35 left tonight. Players are going to have to get used to that. I mean, if that's a point of emphasis or a point of education, they're going to have to be conscious of moving the feet before the ball hits the floor. Man. Tries to lob it inside to Green, who now scores at the rim. Our defensive player of the game tonight, brought to you by Vivint Smart Home. Vivint's comprehensive smart home solutions allow you to control your home from anywhere. Vivint Smart Home is Rudy Gobert. Mike Conley driving, scooping, scoring. 6.08 left here in the fourth. Jazz 99, Clippers 84. Jazz will play Sacramento on... And over and back, they don't call. Landry Shamit drives, blocked by Gobert. And Donovan really upset with the official. The official thought that Donovan made contact with the ball and knocks it in the backcourt, but Rudy takes care of that. Shot clock is at 10 as the Clippers will inbound to the left of their own basket. Jazz leading it by 15. Inbound up top to Shamit. He drives the lane this time, and excuse me, to Robinson and dunks. It was Robinson, not Shamit. Saw the one on his back. There was no zero to go with him. Here's Conley, down low to Gobert. Rudy holds the left pivot foot, tries to take it off the glass, puts it off the side of the window instead. This game just got close. If he hits this shot, a three, it's good. And we've got ourselves a 10-point game with 5.29 left. 99-89, Clippers have worked their way back on a 16-3 run. 
on the Jazz Radio Network. exciting than it needed to. 529 left. Jazz led by as many as 23. Clippers have are on a 16-2 run, I think it was, and Jamichael or 16-3 run. Jamichael Green has 11 for the Clippers in the fourth. Two scores of interest tonight in games going on right now. Phoenix is beating Golden State 91-67, and I believe Steph Curry went to the locker room with a potential wrist injury. Charlotte beat Sacramento in Sacramento. Mike Conley, it's three for a three on the right side and hits it. Clippers had gone to a zone defense and it kind of had flustered the Jazz and they came out with just a high pick for Conley in the fifth, fourth three of the night for Mike. Right side, Jerome Robinson. He's their scorer on the floor right now. Misses the shot. Foul on the rebound and they're going to keep it here. It's going to be on Bogdanovich. Mike Conley has 29 points. In 28 minutes on 11 of 17 shooting. All right, Jazz have the lineup on the floor that we believe to be kind of an unstoppable offensive lineup, but it did not score at the end of the second quarter. See if it happens here again. Shamit drives, curls it inside, stolen by Donovan. Donovan down the middle of the floor. He's got Bogdanovich right, Conley left, Ingles in the left corner, and they just called a travel on a fast break on Mike Conley. I don't think they're right. I don't think he's right either. That's Derek Richardson. Absolutely not. Jeff Green, who is a little bit of a lawyer in him, giving Richardson some heat on the bench. Pass out to the wing, deflected by Bogdanovich out of bounds. 102-89, 4.42 to play. If nothing else, this is great for the Jazz to have this five-man lineup on the floor playing in, you know, moments that, all right, they got to zero in a little bit here. Not against a great player if Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, but still good. It's Jerome Robinson jumps into a travel. Wow. Well, this is something they're cleaning up, David, because it's just, it's really gotten out of hand the way players. It's the split step into your starting, moving both feet, landing again before you dribble. is a, It is a travel. Yeah, and, and so many players do it. And it's such a huge advantage. Conley gets a big pick from Gobert. Snakes underneath it. Now drives to the left hand, lobs it to Rudy and dunks it. That's new. We haven't seen that before. That's interesting. 104-89. Sham it. Top to green. Top of the key jump shot. No good. Rebound, Rudy Gobert, just his sixth of the night. Jazz could finish this. It's pretty finished, but they could finish it again right here. Here's Donovan driving to the window. Foul. They'll get two free throws, and you'll get pizza tonight. I'm comfortable with it. I can give you pizza tonight. I feel totally comfortable with that. Day after every Jazz win, home or away, Little Caesars giving you free pizza. Order one custom round multi-topping pizza through Little Caesars app, and you'll see the free large extra most bestest pepperoni pizza using the promo code JAZZWINS. Visit all participating Utah Little Caesars location. Mobile orders only. Donovan's first free throw is good. Here's what Donovan Mitchell had to say about learning from Mike Conley. 
I think, you know, the first thing I can really learn from him is just his leadership skills, leadership qualities. I think for him, he's a guy who can, who goes at his own pace. You know, I think that's one of the things I'm really starting to learn, just figuring out how to slow down a little bit, you know, take my time. And it's not really always about getting in there, you know, and scoring. You know, he's great at finding guys who are open. I think that'll be, I think a little bit easier for me this year, just being able to find guys and find big fella. I think he's, he's, Mike has shown in his career that he can do both, hit guys in the corner on the wing, hit guys rolling to the basket. So just being able to take that away and just being around him. You know, he's just the way he goes about his day, you know, whether it's eating right. Like I said, he moves at his own pace. You know, I make fun of him. I said, you've been in Memphis where you're down south, everything's slower. I'm from New York where everything's like, you know, (laughs) quicker. But, you know, just being able to apply that to to my life and my game. Donovan Mitchell on Mike Conley. Donovan will be at the free throw line. We come back. 105-89. Jazz. Oh, actually, we don't need to come back. We can stay here. We're good. 105-89. Jazz are going to win this one, go to 4-1. and one. Head to Sacramento. I am really curious to see what we're going to see in Sacramento. Well, they definitely need a win, and you know that team can be very, very explosive the way they really rush the ball and try to score in transition. Phoenix leads Golden State 95-67 through three quarters of basketball. is the score. So Sacramento, what was the score there? Are they scoring or just it's the Sacramento, it's done. Oh, like how come? Yeah, I mean, are they putting points on the board? Ron, what you're really saying is you'd like the advanced stats look at the Charlotte-Sacramento game to understand why they lost. That's exactly right, David. The Sacramento defense allowed a defensive rating of 115.8, so it was a fast-paced game, about 104 possessions. And their defense was not good, and their offense was okay, actually pretty good. They're just not the, didn't defend well enough. They allowed 16 of 32 from three, so they were a little unlucky, frankly. So we saw that when they were here, that their defense is just not. We saw that in the first game against Phoenix, Ron. Man drives and scores on Donovan. I mean, the interesting one to me is the first game of the year we watched against Phoenix and Sacramento, and Sacramento looked awful, and Phoenix looked great. Zone defense by the Clippers. Joe Ingles up top to Gobert. Donovan will come for a handoff. Now Gobert will put on the deck instead, work himself down in the post. Crowd waiting. Donovan loses the dribble out of bounds because he was fouled. There was a murmur in the crowd getting ready to go. Rudy Gobert goes to the line for two with it 106 to 91. Jazz tickets are available for two big ones coming up. Philadelphia and Milwaukee at utahjazz.com. Let's hear Rudy Gobert telling us who he tried to play like when he was growing up. I wasn't pretending to be anyone, to be honest. I was just, yeah, I was just being myself. I was trying to get better and, you know, just try to, every day, just learn. And he's continued to try to get better. He's done so at the free throw line. That last free throw was a bit ugly. Well, Speaking I- of Rudy, Safe Flight Autoglass will donate five dollars for every rebound secured from this year's leading rebounder. All proceeds in the Safe Flight Autoglass Master the Glass will be donated to the Utah Food Bank at the end of the season. Oh, Rudy misses both free throws. That's just fine because we're up by 15, and in a game where we needed them, he went 8 for 8 in clutch time in Phoenix. He can miss those two. I'm fine with it. Well, Rudy said that he, the player that he looked up to was Akeem Olajuwon. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Man drives, throws it away. I wish he would have developed the footwork. Jazz just called a time. Well, I think he developed that footwork like no other's ever had it. So, Ron, I asked... Doc Rivers before the game tonight 
his Mount Rushmore of defensive players because of the fact that one, Doc is kind of the mayor of the NBA, and two, we were originally going to have Kawhi Leonard and Rudy Gobert, the two best defensive players in the league here, playing tonight. Um, some of the names he said were interesting. Alvin Robertson he brought out of Milwaukee, yeah, a great yeah. defensive point guard. Spent a lot of time with the San Antonio Spurs. Dikembe Mutombo, who I got to say I think is the most similar player to Rudy Gobert you could probably find that's yeah. been in the league. Um, you know, the name he didn't mention that was interesting to me, and I, it actually might be a little bit of a kind of a period where Doc was just broadcasting and not in the league as much as Ben Wallace. Mm-hmm. The defensive six, center. Eight, yeah, six, I mean, eight, very changed. strong, absolutely. What is your... What's your defensive Mount Rushmore 50 years in the NBA? Boy, I'd have to really think about that. Any of those big guys that that just hung around the basket from Will Chamberlain to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And incidentally, I mean, Kareem just wasn't an offensive player. I mean, he, he, was, he was definitely a, a great defensive player there as well. Um, yeah, but I watched the movie Airplane, and they said he doesn't run back on defense. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, my dad says, you know, well, you tell your dad to go out there and defend Bob Lanier and the guys I'll like I'll tell you that. what, Adrian Lizer and Austin Horton should be jealous of our movie time talk tonight on the show. You can catch their Saturday movie show. All right, 106-91, Mike Conley's... Got the basketball, big cheers, comes to the lane, kicks out to Ingles. Ingles does not take a look that he could have taken, and we have a foul as Gobert goes down off the ball. Ron, we've worked together now for 10 years. I believe it's my 11th, so our yeah. 10 Can I give you a note for future broadcasts? Okay. If we're playing a team that's not playing their two best players, and we're really good and we're at home, and I ask the opposing coach two really random weird questions. <laughs> How about you prepare for those on the broadcast? Because that's me preparing blowout material for when it's 106-91. Delay a game on the Jazz after Gobert misses another free throw. So, Ron, that was me preparing for... Pure blowout material tonight. Okay. I'll listen next time. Next time. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Go Bears. Five free, free throws. Five straight. He's missed. Does 106-91. Rudy's like Shaq. I just make him when I want to. Here comes Terrence Mann, not the actor, can feel the dream. Left side guarded by Conley. High pick and roll. Gets into the window, drives, and he's fouled. Terrence Mann, who played at Florida State, nice body, reminds me of Emmanuel Moutier. Watching him play right here. Puts his head down and he's... Puts his head down, goes to the basket, and he is passing when the shot disappears. But Robinson fires the three, misses. Robinson was a early, a mid-first-round draft pick by the Clippers two years ago, a little earlier than people expected in the draft. About the 18th pick, if I remember correctly. High pick and roll for Donovan. Driving, scooping, scoring. 108-91. Another good night for Donovan Mitchell because that's just what the kid does. 9 of 16 shooting for 22 points. Another efficient night. Donovan came into the night shooting 52% on the season. Right side, Robinson. Top to Michael Green over his former teammate Mike Conley. And to Michael Green has 23 points tonight, five of six from three. He will be, he may end up being the starting center on this team by the time they make the playoffs. He is, 
Well, he stretches the floor, that's for yep. sure. And I totally agree with you. He Donovan needs... wiggling to the window, floating and scoring. Sorry, he, Ron, go he ahead. He definitely needs space to get that shot off. Or have a 6-1 guy. But if we're playing, if they play us in the playoffs and they play Zubak or Harold, then Rudy just sits at the rim like he did tonight, and they never get any shots at the rim. They took 50% of their shots as mid-range shots for most of the night. You can't win like that. No. And so if they play us in the playoffs, they got to play Jermichael Green at center because he forces Rudy out. 110-94, 130 left. Jazz are about to clear the bench at the next whistle. Donovan working off a Gobert pick calmly. Puts it between his legs, and we got a foul. And it's going to be... And Donovan very upset because he had set Rudy up very nicely. Rudy just would have picked up his 15th point, but he had set him up good. Stanton Kidd, George Niang, Tony Bradley, Nigel Williams-Goss, Emmanuel Moutier. If you didn't hear, Dante Exum is been assigned to the Salt Lake Stars, practiced with him today, suspected practice with him for the next few days. That means he's probably getting a bit closer. I don't know when that is. We come, we play the Clippers on Sunday. We have a few days off. We will have, I think the players will get Monday off. It's their only day without a plane flight or a game to start the season is Monday. Think about that. We've got a plane flight or a game every day to start the season. Moutier pulls it back out and gives it to George Niang, who did not play in the regular rotation tonight. So Monday they'll have off, I think, in all likelihood. And then Tuesday they'll practice, so maybe Dante could practice Tuesday with the guys. He's practicing the start. Maybe we see Dante pretty soon. Man working at the right side, drives the lane, reverse scooping layup and twisting and scoring. He's the young player all Clipper fans are in love with. 48th pick in the draft. Out of Florida State. 110-96, pizza for you tonight, all's good. Didn't get any chicken for you. Landing straight free throws. And Coach Quinn Snyder gets the win on his birthday. Gonna be his 231st win of his career. Moutier turns it over and the shot clock expires. So we'll be ready for you in Sacramento on Friday. Then Sunday, Ron and I coming to you from LA for the Clippers. And the Jazz have started the year four and one. And I don't know if we know yet. Right? They've done everything they're supposed to do. How good? We don't know yet. But I will say this, their defense is warping shot charts against opponents, and opponents cannot get to the rim and cannot get good shots against this team, and that is because of Rudy Gobert. And what we do know is that Rudy Gobert is still great. And that's pretty important. Donovan Mitchell has been much more efficient. Boyan Bogdanovich is fabulous, and Mike Conley came back to life tonight. So pretty happy times in Jazzland right now. Big games next week, Wednesday and Friday, against the two best teams, or projected best teams in the Eastern Conference. Boston would have something to say about that. Feel free to get your tickets at utahjazz.com. And Ron, the Jazz did it again. Their defense is under a point of possession for the fifth straight game of the year. Let's go to Tony Parks. He's with Joe Ingles. Thanks so much, David. Joe, at the half, you guys went in there having given up a bit of a lead, but then threw that big punch there at the start of the third. What was that message at the half? Um, I think we just had to keep keep kind of keep with the game plan and um, 
I get, like kind of do what we, we should be doing. We knew what we wanted to do. When we did it, it was great. Um, we just couldn't get that many stops. And I mean, Lou's a great player and um, he kind of got him going at the end of that, the second, first, second. Um, but yeah, we just got to, like I said, watch it again and um, we'll... And now they're going to end no up hitting somebody with the water. And they, <laughs> they take Mike Conley and shower him with the mini water bottles over there. All right, you just showered Mike with the mini water bottles. This is a guy who offensively has just been trying to grind his work his way through it. But you guys all said, hey, this is going to come. We, you knew he was this kind of player. I take it you're not surprised by that. I mean, not, not at all. Um, we'd seen it for 13 years. Um, and obviously tonight we've seen it at practice. Um, uh, I think for me sitting back, and I think for a lot of the guys watching it, um, was just how confident he was playing the way he was playing. Um, he obviously believed so much in himself that he was going to turn around. We obviously knew it. Um, but for him to do it that way and just keep fighting through it. He didn't do anything extra. He didn't try and be a hero. He just... He played the style we wanted to play, and he and he and he showed us what what he's what he's here to do. You guys have a lot of work to do. You always go back to the grind and try to perfect things. But this defensive identity has it exceeded in some ways what you would expect at this early in the year? Um, yes and no. Uh, I think from the preseason you get a little bit concerned just because we didn't we weren't in our probably our habits as well as we should have had. Um, but we were doing it again every day. We were there. We were watching it. Um, so obviously for us, not too surprising seeing, seeing it now. Joe, thanks. Appreciate it. Guys, that's Joe Ingles. David, back to you. Thank you very much. Joe Ingles plus 27 tonight. That'll work. Jake Scott, Ben Anderson join us now. And uh, Ron, give us a player's perspective on what Mike Con how different Mike Conley drives home tonight than he has recently. Well, he's, it's, it's, he's not worried now he, it, about getting himself involved in the game. I mean, he, he knew that that he could do it. He, he knows that he's done it for many, many years. You know, it's just a good feeling, David, when you come out of a slump like that. And and, and you've been so many years of, 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 of practicing, taking thousand shots and all that kind of thing. And you just expect for those shots to go in. And when you start to struggle like that, then you, you, you just can't figure it out. So he played 788 games in Memphis. This was all new to him, new buildings, new everything. Do you think he worried at all that it wasn't coming back? I, no, I, I don't think he was worried that it wasn't coming back. I just think he was just worried when it was going to come back, you know. And, and you know, he, he, he came here with a reputation. Uh, and then he's not delivering early in the year. Fans want to see why the Jazz picked him up. So, and he's trying to make it happen. It doesn't happen. Now all of a sudden, he catches fire here. The fans get behind him, embracing him. And, and I tell you what, we'll see what happens the next ball game because that right now his confidence is definitely high enough to where he can repeat it. Jake and Ben, I'll tell you the thing that jumps out to me tonight about uh, this is how impressed I am in the knowledge of jazz fans. So I don't know how many people it takes for 18,000 and 306 to have a, an energy. I mean, it might, you know, a lot of this arena can't be like everyone's following the team every day and every minute. But the opening lineup tonight, when they announced Boyan Bogdanovich, this place was louder for Boyan Bogdanovich than any player that was announced tonight. Hmm. And then them chanting Conley and, I mean, getting behind him, 
the, the knowledge of our fan base is just adds a little extra to this whole arena and everything that's taking place. Yeah, I, I thought that moment in the third when he went crazy and the crowd was was behind him. I mean, those are those are special things. And granted, uh, most of my experience, you know, is here coming to all these home games. But I don't know if that happens everywhere, David. I'm with you. That and Ben, you you uh, talk to fans and and write for fans every day. These fans are dialed into everything, especially this year, where the excitement and the uh, the anticipation uh, for this particular team. I, I thought it was kind of a special moment in the third. Yeah, it's a full blown. I mean, it's a community team as much as maybe any team in the NBA is our, our major professional franchise locally. And you're right, David. I mean, they were just so tuned in with the highs and the lows of this team. And, of course, what Donovan Mitchell's been able to bring as far as attention goes to the team, but the way everyone's bought in and they do rally around the players on this roster is special. And it's why Quinn Snyder has been able to build this team the way he has. And Dennis Lindsay's done such a good job is they've really, you know, put this, this team out there to the community and the community's responded well. Uh, breaking news around the NBA. If you have not seen this, I'm going to interrupt this conversation. Steph Curry has broken his left hand. Steph Curry has broken his left wrist. Warriors PR actually is saying it is a his left hand, not his left wrist, his left hand. So the Warriors, who got blown out tonight by the Phoenix Suns, and now have lost Steph Curry for some extended period of time. Wow, this, well, wor- this world is changing, huh? Well, they were the only played three ball games, and they were one and two coming into tonight. Then they end up getting losing him for where are they going? They just moved into a new building. That's tough and timing. Yeah, bad time. Well, David, usually we see what uh, a broken bone is six to eight weeks, and I, I get the feeling this might be uh, this might be he might be out till February well, for this Warriors right team. Now, they can take their redshirt year and go out a star player in the draft and move on, right? Wait for wait for Clay and everyone to come back with her. I mean, this could be their Spursian yeah, this is how, Spursian right. Tim Duncan year. Hands exactly. are different though, aren't they? I mean, it's not much blood flow into your hands, so it, they they heal a lot slower than any other parts of your body. I think your hands and your feet tend to heal a lot slower. If they hadn't uh, moved into that uh, that new building, and, and maybe they go this direction anyway, but you just shut everybody down and go for the tank. I mean, Draymond's got knee issues, so yeah. Right? That's a, this is a crazy NBA. We're, we're nine days into the season, and like the landscape is dramatically <laughs> different already than what we expected, right? Like, And you've got a fight between Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid before Philadelphia goes on a four-game West Coast road trip. And I don't know. I didn't mean to like derail us off a really good Mike Conley performance, but I do think that's a fairly significant uh Oh, it's huge Sorry. news. Yeah, huge news. Well, t- tonight was just a, a really strange night. I mean, the the Rockets and the Warriors combined for over three, or the, the Wizards, excuse me, combined for over three hundred points. I mean, as you mentioned, David, two fights. Steph Curry breaks his hand. I mean, tonight was just one of those bizarre, crazy nights in the NBA. Well, you know, let's get back to Boyan. He has captured this crowd. I mean, the people here in Salt Lake City. I mean, they're like me, probably that. He came here, what we thought, at least what I thought, was a perimeter shooter, uh, a three-point shooter, something the Jazz wanted more of. And, and they were building this, this team around being able to get up 30, 35, three-point shots a ball game. But he comes here with a complete basketball game. And, and I think, like me, like the fans here, they really appreciate what he's, what he's brought to the table. David, you heard me uh, ask 
Quinn Snyder before the uh, season or before the game tonight in his pregame conversation about what he considers a sample size. And I really wasn't worried about Mike Conley and that sample size. I was thinking more about what Boyan Bogdanovich has been able to give the Jazz. And again tonight, I mean, 14 points is modest compared to what he's done, but 45% from the floor, 40% from the three-point line. He gives you four rebounds. He's so good attacking what the defense gives him, especially when they worry about Rudy Gobert when he initiates. It's just his, Ron, like you said, his versatility that he adds to this team offensively and the, the number of places he can catch the ball and initiate from just totally changes the dynamic of the kind offense. Kind of a surprise to you that, that he's able to do those things. And David was wondering when we were watching training camp about being able to pass the basketball, if he could find the open man, especially off the dribble. We've seen a little bit of everything out of him. And, and boy, I'm excited to have him on this team. He's got some toughness too, right, Booner? I mean, he's a, he's a tough player. You can't be soft in the NBA. If you end up soft in the NBA, you, they walk all over you. Well, guys, fine job as usual. We'll uh, continue to break it down next and uh, talk to you fellas in Sacramento. Our pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thank you. David Locke, Ron Boone, you're fine at 110 to 96. The Jazz beat the Clippers. Jazz game night postgame show kicks off next here on the Jazz Radio Network.